At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Start clean with Clorox. Because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor, and I'm excited to share today's episode, which is all about how to cultivate that mystical quality that helps us persevere when things get hard. Let's talk about grit. Michael Jordan, J.K. Rowling, Oprah Winfrey. What do these names have in common? Fame and fortune? Yes. But also a tremendous number of setbacks, rejections, and failures on their resumes. Jordan didn't make the high school varsity team. Rowling was rejected by 12 publishers who missed the magic of Harry Potter. Winfrey was fired from her first ever television anchor job. And yet they kept on going, somehow magically knowing they would succeed in spite of the odds stacked against them. In hindsight, we're glad they did, but in those moments of devastation, what is it that kept them from admitting defeat? Angela Duckworth, professor of psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, might point to grit as a leading force behind their sticking to it. Duckworth coined the term in her 2016 book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, and it's been a buzzword in the professional world ever since. Companies want to hire and promote people with grit, and we all want to demonstrate it. But what actually is grit, and how can you cultivate yours? Let's tackle this together. Let's start with what grit is. Grit is passion and perseverance for long-term goals, says Duckworth. Grit isn't talent. It isn't luck. Grit isn't how intensely for the moment you want something. Grit is the quality that allows an individual to work hard and maintain focus, not just for weeks or months, but for years. In other words, it's that will, commitment, and perseverance to keep pursuing excellence at something even in the face of setbacks. How does grit drive your success? Organizations want to hire and promote gritty talent. In a discussion with CLO Magazine, Danielle McMahon, talent development expert, says, the organization looks for candidates who can talk about past challenges and how they changed outcomes by persevering. In the same article, global talent management professional Maureen Wheatley says, in discussions about people's advancement, we look specifically at their track record. Have they been consistently a great performer? Grit is definitely something we look for when considering who to advance further. So how can you cultivate grit? If you're striving to grow in your career, then grit definitely matters. Let's talk about how you can cultivate it. Step one, begin with passion. Developing an ability to commit and persevere begins with your own motivation to do so. So start with something you care about improving. 
This doesn't mean you have to suddenly strive for world peace or become CEO of a Fortune 500 company overnight. Focus instead on specific skills or capabilities that light you up, that you'd like to sharpen and develop. Maybe you're an account manager and the job itself is meh, but spending time leading your team or using data to define campaign strategies excites you. This is what you focus on. Make it your mission to be the best darn leader or strategist that you can. Let this be your starting place. Step two, practice deliberately. Developing grit means practicing the thing that you're striving for, but not all practice is created equal. In his Harvard Business Review essay, Kay Anders Erickson explains, when most people practice, they focus on the things they already know how to do. Deliberate practice is different. It entails considerable, specific, and sustained efforts to do something you can't do well or even at all. It involves two kinds of learning, improving the skills you already have and extending the reach and range of your skills. It's grounded in your intention to learn and develop. Playing the piano mindlessly for an hour is traditional practice. Playing with intense concentration, focusing on changes in finger movement, rhythm, volume, and paying attention to the result you produce is deliberate practice. When I first started my business, I knew that sales was going to challenge me, but it was going to be critical to my success. So I committed to deliberate practice early on. In my earliest days, I set up as many calls as possible with people in my network. At the time, I wasn't focused on selling work, but rather on sharpening my ability to sell. I experimented with different techniques. I told different stories, shared different case studies. I asked different questions and I paid attention to how each variable served me. I faced a lot of rejection in those early days, but I kept on going because I was motivated to build this skill. Today, I'm not perfect, but I'm miles beyond where I began. Now, back to your starting point. What do you most need to sharpen, and how will you begin a deliberate practice of your own? Are you striving to shine as a leader? Try putting a couple of one-on-one meetings with team members on your calendar. Use a few different techniques in engaging with them. And pay close attention to the response. Do they seem energized? If so, great. Keep doing more of what you're doing. If you notice them staring off into the distance or remaining unmotivated, change tactics. The bottom line is you need to be responsive and adapt your approach until you find what works towards your goal. Step three, tap into hope. I'm a native New Yorker, a bit of a natural cynic. Optimism doesn't always come naturally to me. But Grit calls for a specific brand of hope. In her book, Duckworth says, one kind of hope is the expectation that tomorrow will be better than today. The onus is on the universe to make things better. Grit depends on a different kind of hope. It rests on the expectation that our own efforts can improve our future. I have a feeling tomorrow will be better is different from I resolve to make tomorrow better. The idea is that we have hope in ourselves. This I found I was able to get behind. One tactic that worked for me was to keep a journal of my progress. I took notes on what I tried, what I learned along the way, and how my results started changing for the better. Seeing a slow track record of my own success gave me hope to keep going. What's something you might try to give yourself the gift of faith in yourself? As Henry Ford famously said, Whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. So try different approaches, track your progress, and believe that you can.
Step four, find your people. We can achieve more when we surround ourselves with people on the same mission. The American Society of Training and Development found that we're 65% more likely to meet a goal after committing to another person. The chances of success increase to 95% when we institute ongoing meetings with our partners to track progress. So who around you is also striving to stick with it and get better at something? I have a client determined to sharpen his public speaking skills. He's found a few colleagues on a similar mission, and they connect twice a month to practice upcoming talks with each other in a safe space. They coach, challenge, and cheer each other on. And the power of that collective helps keep them all on point. So now back to you. Where are you hoping your grit will start to shine through? Choose your passion, pick your team, track your progress, and start your journey today. Have a question I can answer? Check out all the links in my bio for ways you can reach me. You can visit my website at leadabovenoise.com or follow me on the Modern Mentor Podcast page on LinkedIn, where I share exclusive tips, videos, and musings. Join me next week for an amazing interview with Nir Ayal on how to become indistractable. Until then, thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.